Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Acts chapter 11. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would follow Jesus, not the whims of our society or our group at the moment. We pray that you would be all important to us and that you would show us the truth and that we would follow it no matter the consequences. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Acts chapter 11. Now the apostles and the brothers who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had accepted the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, those of the circumcision took issue with him, saying, You went to men who were uncircumcised and ate with them. But Peter began and explained it to them in an orderly sequence, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, an object, something like a large sheet coming down, being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came to me. As I looked intently into it, I was considering it, and I saw the four-footed animals of the earth, and the wild animals, and the reptiles, and the birds of the sky. And I also heard a voice saying to me, Get up, Peter, slaughter and eat. But I said, Certainly not, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has ever entered into my mouth. But the voice replied from heaven for the second time, The things which God has made clean you must not consider unclean. And this happened three times, and everything was pulled up into heaven again. And behold, at once three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea approached the house in which we were staying, and the Spirit told me to accompany them, not hesitating at all. So these six brothers also went with me, and we entered into the man's house. And he reported to us how he had seen the angel standing in his house and saying, Send to Joppa and summon Simon, who is also called Peter, who will speak to you words by which you will be saved, you and all your household. And as I was beginning to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as also on us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Therefore, if God gave them the same gift as also to us, when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to be able to hinder God? And when they heard these things, they became silent and praised God, saying, then God has granted the repentance leading to life to the Gentiles also. Now, those who had been scattered because of the persecution that took place over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, proclaiming the message to no one except Jews alone. But some of them were men from Cyprus and Cyrene who, when they came to Antioch, began to speak to the Hellenists also, proclaiming the good news about the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a large number who believed turned to the Lord. And the report came to the attention of the church that was in Jerusalem about them, and they sent out Barnabas as far as Antioch, who, when he arrived and saw the grace of God, rejoiced and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with devoted hearts, because he was a good man and full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. And a large number were added to the Lord. So he departed for Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch, and it happened to them also that they met together for a whole year with the church and taught a large number of people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. Now, in those days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch, and one of them, named Agabus, stood up and indicated by the Spirit that a great famine was about to come over the whole inhabited earth, which took place in the time of Claudius. So from the disciples, according to their ability to give, 
each one determined to send financial aid for support to the brothers who lived in Judea, which they also did, sending the aid to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Peter gets back from teaching and baptizing Cornelius, and some of the followers of Jesus take issue with him for going to Gentiles and eating with them. Peter explains the whole thing and how many times God showed that this was his will. So the disciples had to agree that God was granting repentance to the Gentiles as well. Luke now changes scenes to Antioch of Syria. This is quite a ways north of Palestine and quite a bit further than Damascus. It says that the disciples began to speak to the Hellenists. This is a term for Greek speakers. It could just mean Greek-speaking Jews, but in the context it would appear to be Gentiles. The church in Jerusalem sent Barnabas to Antioch. In terms of the map, we would say up because it is north, but in terms of geography it is down because Jerusalem is in the mountains. Barnabas was encouraged by what he saw in Antioch and thought that they could use another teacher. So he went to find Saul in Tarsus and brought him to Antioch. It says that they were first called Christians in Antioch. The way it is said, it sounds like non-believers called them Christians. It means a follower of Christ. Christ is the Greek word for anointed one, so it is the same as Messiah in Hebrew. So I'm guessing that the non-Christians heard that they always talked about Jesus Christ and started calling them Christ followers or Christians. It was probably a little bit of a derogatory term. The word Christian is only used a few times in the Bible. A prophet, Agabus, came from Jerusalem to Antioch and prophesied a famine would be coming. So the Antioch Christians decided to send money to the Christians in Judea to help them. Since the famine would be over the whole earth, the natural instinct would be to hoard. But instead, they share with those they think will be most affected. And now for a deeper dive. Peer pressure. Is it only for teenagers? Peter got some peer pressure when people found out that he'd eaten in the house of Gentiles? Because Jews just didn't do that. But Peter explained everything, and it calmed them down at this time. But the pressure was still there. Paul tells of a time when Peter gave in to the peer pressure in Galatians chapter 2, verse 11. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face, because he was condemned. For before certain people came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, because he was afraid of those who were of the circumcision. And the rest of the Jews also joined in this hypocrisy with him, so that even Barnabas was carried away with them in their hypocrisy. Do we face Christian peer pressure today? Absolutely. We face pressure from our culture. We face pressure from our group. Whenever you have a group of people, you have pressure to conform. In our society today, the pressure is to let everyone live the way they choose. You do you, and I'll do me. Or all roads lead to the same place. At other times in history, there has been pressure to condemn. Jesus was pressured for eating with tax collectors and sinners. Somehow, we have to get past whatever the whims of our society are, or our group are currently, and follow Jesus. How? Well, first we have to know what the true standard is. So, that is the Bible. We can read and understand to know the truth. Then, we have to feel that as the greatest pressure. That is, faith, trust, even fear of God. Hopefully, we get to the point of loving God so much 
that what he thinks is more important to us than what other people, even those in our close group, think. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.